you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to allow us to come across your airwaves and to tune us in and everything you do. I want you to know that you've got a couple prayer warriors here for you and a couple couple people who love you. And uh, But more important than that, you've got a Lord and Savior who loves you. And we're studying his life right now. And we got Kevin. He's over there in North Carolina. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning from the RDU uh, Triangle, brother. Oh. Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. Well, RDU is the airport. So yeah. anyway, yeah. I've flown in there a few times. It's kind of a weird airport. It's a little bit better than I expected, to be honest. But anyway, more more important than that is today's joke of the day. And so I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and ask Kevin this question. He may get this. He's pretty sharp. I haven't given him any pre-warning. But what Bible character was super fit? Super fit. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, super fit. So it's not Samson because the that's too obvious that he was pretty strong sometimes. Um, well, let's pray. You know what, what? what do they play on Jeopardy? So it's Absalom. Absalom is the answer, folks, and uh, just had abs everywhere, praise God. We find ourselves today. um, Help. Yeah, I I didn't say it was going to be good. (laughs) Fourth grade jokes are fourth grade jokes. (laughs) Or easy. And and somebody's out there. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't easy. And you know what? I'm going to give you all a joke. So you know this for tomorrow. You can think about this as you go through the night. It's uh, what did Adam say when he was asked what his favorite holiday was? So think about that for tomorrow. So here we are, starting in verse number 13, and I believe, I was just telling Brother Kevin, I think we have a a good place for him and I to go to. We're only allowed to go so many places for God here because we talk a lot. But that's what you guys listen in for, as I was talking, I would guess. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh the water shall thirst again. And so he's talking about the well, Jacob's well. And uh, here she is with her bucket, her ladle. She's still trying to figure out what's going on. Remember, Christ showed up, started mm-hmm. talking to her about living water. It got her all messed up. But whosoever drinketh the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, Give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus saith unto her, Go, call thy husband, and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus saith unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband, is the saidest thou truly. And uh, the woman said unto her, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. He's much more than a prophet, folks. And here's the Lord. He's at the well. And he's with this lady. This lady he loves so much that he died for her sins. This lady that uh, uh, he's planning in the back of his mind, he knows that the crucifixion is coming. He knows everything that's going on. He knows this woman is not the best woman in town. He's like, man, you've been married five times. He didn't do it that way. He's just telling her the truth. 
saying, listen, you've been married five times. Let's get it right, man. I, that's how I'm saying it. And this dude you're with, you're not married to. And uh, I'm thinking sometimes God shakes us up a little bit that way and reminds us of things and says, you know, just get it right now. I, I don't care where you've been. I don't care. Uh, I do care. But I do care what you've done. But you've accepted me as your Lord and Savior. So from this point forward, go and sin no more. It's time we get it right. It's time we suck it up. It's time we stop making excuses. I mean, here's this wonderful lady making eye contact with the Lord and Savior of all time. Here's this lady face to face with the man who will be crucified for every person who's ever lived. And she's like, sir, I want that water. She's still grappling with what's going on with the living water. He tells her what it's all about. She comes right back and says, I want that. And you know, folks, can I tell you, in our deep mm. despair, in our depression, wherever we're at, there needs to be a time in our life where we say, we want that living water. We need that Savior. Just like this lady did. Don't take anything away from this lady. This lady's got it right. I need that. Folks, we need that. We need that when the trouble comes we need that when the world's upside down we need that when uh settles in and uh, uh and and you know he's talking about this satisfaction that you get from spiritual water the water that gives you this everlasting life and and uh and and you know people try to wrap their head around that and can i let you in on a secret you need the holy spirit of god to do that and boy when you accept christ when you start reading his word man it all makes sense to you when you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior it's totally clear to you but when you're not thinking in a spiritual way and uh you you just don't get it and 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 so she's he gets her thinking and he goes on to tell her some mm -hmm. things about her life kevin he's bringing some things up he's you know some folks if a preacher does this would call it meddling <laughs> but, but god calls it telling the truth and saying what's going on and i think you know as we look at this uh, and she says, the woman saith unto him, sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. She immediately recognizes something supernatural there. She gets it wrong. He's not a prophet. He's the Lord and Savior of ever. But Kevin, she knew something was supernatural about him. Yeah, it's interesting to see Christ's method here and her responses to his method as he took her from someone that was disinterested in in, in what the you know, he says salvation is of the Jews. So she had so many prejudices in her mind that kept her lost. She was headed to hell in ignorance, in darkness. And his method to take her from where she was to where she needed to go, which is essentially what teaching is, it was, is remarkable. In fact, John chapter 4, if you put a heading to it, is Christ the soul winner. And he was such a, uh, a wise soul winner here. You know, a winner of souls there, it says in Proverbs, is wise. So, you know, he bridged, you know, just to give the kind of whole overarching method, he bridged with, you know, the, the, her natural understanding with the request to drink. And then he went from there to uh, uh, eternal things. Things you know, he broke the ice. He went to eternal things, and she was the fact that um, you know he's talking like you said about earthly water. She was stuck on the idea of earthly water, 
and he 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 took that over to spiritual water directly. He says this water, verse thirteen, uh, the, in the well. It, you know, the well was a hundred feet deep or one hundred and thirty-five feet deep, depending on what you you know what story you read. I mean, it's been a couple been there for for thousands of years. Still there, at least yeah. three thousand years. So, um, but they say the water's probably fifteen feet deep at the bottom. And and uh, long story short, it's um, it's not that deep. It does not. It does not take care of the spiritual needs of a person to go that deep uh, to to the heart of God, to the heart of person. Jesus took her, uh, you know, to spiritual water and said, the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. So he just began as a soul winner, pouring out the idea of we're talking about the things of God. We're talking about, you know, he's lifting up, as it were, her faith. You know, the idea of believing in something that's that, that, that's that's of God, that's eternal, unseen, invisible, eternal. You know, he's, he's painting a big picture of God, a big picture picture of, of, of that kind of well, then she is still stuck on the physical. And she said, verse 15, like you said, sir, give me this, this water that I thirst not neither come hither to draw. Um, she's like, you know, okay, I, I want, if, give me a vending machine or whatever you're talking about. <laughs> give me a water bottle for the house. Like, yeah. 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 Get, set me up on, on, on weekly delivery, you know, give me a five gallon thing to set here on the cooler. And uh, in verse 16, Jesus said, go call the husband and come hither. Interesting that he suddenly wisely shifted gears with the skill and dexterity of a surgeon, a brain surgeon. He, he, he divides the soul from the spirit, like it says in, in Hebrews, that the word of God does. Jesus, the living word, went to what her conscience needed. See, she, you know, Jesus technically could have gotten her, you know, coaxed her into, do you believe? Do you believe in me? Oh, yeah, I believe in you. Okay, wow, you're going to heaven. But he did not do that route. Instead, he made sure that she understood she was a sinner. And this is that this is the pattern for all of us in one way or another a person has to be approached they have to the ice needs the ice needs to be broken they need to understand that you're human that you're talking about a god who's big and you need to bring bring you know just the word of god does that you know whether it's you're talking the romans road map of salvation whether you're given scriptures from the book of romans call it whatever you want um you can take the book of isaiah and lead someone to christ uh you can take the book of revelation or lead someone to christ there is just ways to be a soul winner and this this um method of jesus i just feel like we can't improve on doug that he was actually uh on top of it hey folks we'll be right back with you and we caught it that time on the clock right on the button hang with us return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements.
Well, folks, we sure do love you. Just want to remind you on September 11th through 15th, 2023 at Camp Joy Christian Camp on Kettle Marine Drive over there in Whitewater, Wisconsin. Sign up today. Make sure you're part of that camp. We'd love to meet you. Uh, we got some special music going on. Actually, Kevin Sending Pastor, his sweet daughters are going to be playing and singing. Their beautiful voices are, are just going to echo around. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, God's going to use them. I promise that. I love listening to them sing you don't want to miss it we're going to be dealing with a lot that week suicidal ideation false guilt giving up depression it's a whole new type of camp hyper arousal uh memories hyperactivity fight or flight or lay down and be frightful emotional physical uh we're going to have breakouts on a day to start a ministry for the military the va or first responders and how to help people who've been through sexual assault folks you want to make sure you do that we'd be thrilled to have you we continue on looking here at chapter four and and uh, we're talking about the living water we're talking about a change here's this woman and and i just want to remind you again this is something we need to remember none of us there's not a pair of eyes to include your own when you look in the mirror that you will ever look into that are outside the reach of Christ saving you. Everybody in this world mm-hmm. who's still breathing is within the reach of Christ saving them. Everybody you'll look at today is uh, somebody that Christ died for. And and folks, I don't care what you've been through. I don't want to hear about what you've done. I want to hear about your Savior. I don't want to hear about the guilt that's brought on by, uh, by the devil getting you to think about things you did five years ago. I want to hear about the guilt that comes along from conviction. That condemnation from the devil mm-hmm. does nothing to console us, folks. There's no yep. consolation in our past. There's no consolation in our bad days. There's no consolation in anything we achieve spiritually. I'm going to be upfront with you. It's about today and tomorrow. It's about accepting Jesus Christ. It's about a relationship that can take us from the deepest depths, can take us from the PTSD-ridden, broken up, upside down, kids don't like your cars broken down, houses burned down, dog died on the corner. I don't care what's going on. I know one that looks at you and say, I died for you. I know one that will sit at the well and say, hey, you can have this water. And you're gonna, you know, honestly, we do need some physical water while we're here, but the living water can completely change you. It can give you an eternity. Live that way, folks. If you've got that living water, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, and Kevin and I can show you the verses, and you'll hear them uh, in the after this uh, particular broadcast. But I'm here to tell you, you need to live that way. Live like you got the living water. Live like you have God. Uh, live like you're going to heaven. Live like your neighbors aren't. Live like there's there's something. Go to work today and flash a smile at somebody. You know, don't be getting paranoid and look at them and say, I wonder, kind of, sort of. Give that junk up. Look at them and give them the million-dollar smile. That'll mess them up. Praise God, there's nothing better than <laughs> smiling at somebody who's talking about I love that. I love it when I catch people talking about me, Kevin. I, I love it when their faces get all crinkled up and they're like, he heard us. And then I just smile and say, love you, brother. Love you, sister. It's good to see you. Live, live with the shadow of alternate, almighty Jesus Christ in your life and the shadow of eternity that you've accepted him and you get to live that way. How are we doing, Kevin? Where are we at? Yeah, you know, this woman was, I was just thinking as you're talking, what what a, a great example of a, bad, of a bad case when we get into, and what was our last verse again, Doug? Was it verse 20 we're going to? Uh, right, we finished today? in 19 today, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, okay. So 19. So, um, when he said thou hast had five husbands, the man whom thou now hast is not thine husband. I think it's interesting. You know, she, uh, she, you know, she had a, a rough past. She had a lot of relationships, but really when Jesus beheld people, his first line of attitude was he beheld them and loved them. You know, Jesus looked at the rich young ruler and beholding him, loved him and said in him, one thing thou lackest. So, you know, we can check up our attitude. You know, there's a reason that when we're not soul winners, there's a reason when I'm not being a good soul winner and be, being a good witness for Jesus Christ. It's nine times out of 10 is my attitude. I just got a bad attitude that day. I'm distracted, whatever. Uh, faith is small, lazy. But but really, looking at a person like this woman who had five husbands, what, what does that mean, five husbands? Oh, man, that's, you know, five five blots, five failures, five, she's this terrible person. Well, it's, it, it involved sin and I'm sure there's a lot of adultery in there, but the reality is she had five attempts as starting with a young woman, probably a young teenager with her first marriage, five attempts at getting a knight in shining armor they all failed. Five attempts at peace. Yeah. Five, five, five failed successes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't care about how it hurt her ego. I'm, I'm talking about how it hurt her, um, her, her whole view of life. She was so jaded about life because everything she was looking for for security was not panning out. She was feeling more insecure and having to convince herself with each success, succeeding marriage, this one for real, this one's going to take, this one's going to work. And, you know, how often do, do humans repeat this, this time for real, this time, you know, our government does it with stupid programs this time, you know, I'm the president. So it, socialism will work this time. You know, they didn't know how to do it in Cuba. We're going to try it here. No, it's all the same thing. You know, we're repeating the same thing over and over, hoping for different results, which is insanity. Uh, this woman here, bless her heart, she she was in a mess. She was she was in a uh, a moral mess. She had five husbands. By the way, she was not polygamous. Jesus said, "You have you had so you know past participle that you have had yeah. five husbands." But the man who now has is not that husband. So there's a difference between a husband and a, a boyfriend. <laughs> she was not married, but she was in the same cohabitation. So understand, marry your boyfriend. Don't, don't just, don't pretend it's marriage. And number two, when you get remarried, your old one, the, the divorce ended the old marriage. That's not right. Amen. God hates putting Preach away. Preach it, brother. Preach it. Yeah, so it's it's very meaningful that we realize we're not talking about polygamy when you talk. We're not you know stacking up husbands. This woman has had five husbands, and the man she now had is not that husband. So, yeah, Jesus looked at things right. He knew he wasn't going off hearsay. He knew what her need was. She was actually in a world of hurt, and she was in an open place in her life. So he had to go. He made it a point. I want to talk to this woman. She is. She needs me. And uh, I have a gift for her. <laughs> Praise wow. God, Brother Doug. Man, that's good stuff, brother. And just remember, you know, what I like about what Kevin said there is so many of us. And so Kevin's speaking from 
human experience. He's talking what you and I think, what we all mm. go through. But God has given you know him the foresight at his age, and he's a young man. And uh, but what he's saying is, listen, I, you know, uh, we can live life one or two ways. And 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 you know, I like what Kevin says because it's showing us the other side. So this morning, I'm reading my Bible, probably like many of you, and uh, and as I'm going through and reading that Bible and and those different things, I started reading. You know, when Caleb talks to Joshua over there in Joshua 14, and and Caleb says, I didn't look it up on my computer, but basically Kevin says, you know, where my feet have been, where I've trodden, uh, whatever. Surely this is what God is going to mm. give to you, and uh, uh, and 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 they go on there and. Uh, uh, there's an inheritance and, you know, we're going to take care of their children. And, and then, you know, it's kind of a prayer where he says, you know, uh, now God, now give me this mountain. And I, I start singing that song, you know, that old song, Kevin, you've sang it a hundred times mm-hmm. with kids. I want that mountain. I want that mountain with a milk and honey flow with a grapes of Eskel grow. I want that mountain. I want that mountain. The mountain the Lord Amen. has given me. Can I tell you something, folks? There's a mountain out there for you, but so many of us get hung up on the would have, could have, what I used to do. Stop it. Start mm. living your life today for your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Start taking the people who are around you today and make them a priority and make them the cool people in your life. Don't let those knuckleheads from your past come in and ruin today. That's all I got to say. We sure do love you folks. And know this, we yeah. pray for you every day and you got a Lord and Savior who can give you mm. that mountain. I want that mountain. May God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.